Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. And girls are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. I just noticed that my shirt collar is uh, is being a little goofy. Uh-oh. Being a little goofy. It's all right. Maybe I should have checked myself and how I looked before I came on the show. But nevertheless, it's good. And we are here. And it's time to go. Did some work today on the new AYS studio. We're we're making things happen, y'all. Making things happen. But huge show, big show uh, in store for you tonight. Brian Kelly is the portal king. Some call him, uh, uh, say that he's uh, he is the champion of portal combat. Brian Kelly is is the champion of portal combat. Every every good recruit that goes inside the portal, Brian Kelly's like, get over here. But he really is doing great in recruiting, especially inside the transfer portal. We'll talk about Brian Kelly. Is he building a winner sooner than we may think? As LSU adds an all, two off-the-field uh, analysts – and I, I know you're probably going to be wondering why I'm going to talk about analysts maybe a little bit too much on this show uh, for the first start, but I'm going to build into why this is so huge for Brian Kelly and the alignment all the way down from President William Tate, from Scott Woodward to Brian Kelly and this football team, and it's starting to manifest itself and the Rolodex, the, the plethora amount of index or cards inside of Brian Kelly's Rolodex and the guy's that he is bringing a part of this staff. We will start off there. Uh, LSU basketball pregame. LSU is a nine and a half point favorite tonight 
uh, in the PMAC. So we will talk about LSU. We will talk about the basketball game tonight. Will Will Wade make some adjustments? If he doesn't, it could get uh, it could be bad again for the Bayou Bengals on the hardwood. But I I have an itching feeling that things are going to be a little different. Huge news officially coming today from the state of Louisiana as Louisiana Sports Gambling will be live and active. Mobile Sports Gambling will be live and active uh, this Friday starting at 8 a.m. We won't spend too much time on that. We'll talk about that a little bit more Saturday on Saturday morning show. Uh, we'll get more into that. We'll go into a Rafino's rants uh, as well. And Jarek Bernard Converse is comes from Oklahoma State from the portal to LSU. We'll talk some recruiting there. And can Joey B, can Joe Burrow, can Ch- Joe Shiesty, can Joe Burr do the unthinkable in Kansas City this weekend? We'll talk on that as well and what I think uh, he will be able to do. So let's get to a couple comments before we get started. Jason Morgan sends us $4.99 via Super Chat. We had a $50 Super Chat last night as we were ending the show. Guys and guys and girls, I thank you so much for always sending those Super Chats and stars that goes to help us build the podcast. Get you know We're going to be continuing to grow this thing um, as, as I continue to go and RU Series Sports Network continues to go. Might be adding a, a, a SEC national sports show that will be airing during. Uh, we'll see how that goes, but we're th- I'm thinking about launching a new, uh, just not LSU-centric, but SEC show. Uh, we'll think about that as we continue to expand here uh, at AYS. If you want to be a part of the team, you, you have a skill set that you think can fit with our podcast, DM me. Uh, we'll go that as well. Jason Morgan sends his 499 via Super Chat. He says, how 247 going to take a star away from Will Campbell and give it to Aaron, Aaron Anderson? The Bama riding is real for sure. That is going to be my Rafino's rants tonight about these recruiting rankings and why they don't mean a Rudy Poo. They don't. They really, really don't. Uh, Pooh Bear says on YouTube, it's Portal Combat. It's Portal Combat. Uh, John on Facebook says, where's Big Ben? He is uh, watching his iPad or doing something with his mommy. I mean, doing something. Doing, doing. I don't know. Uh, Louis Sanzevich says, fourth dimensional wizard, the way he's working those portals. I mean, he's going, uh, Brian Kelly's going full Doctor Strange on a player. I mean, he just is. He's, he's certainly certainly is going complete Dr. Strange, and I'm not talking about No Way Home. Or maybe it's the opposite of No Way Home, if you if you watch the new Spider-Man movie. It is the way back home for these Louisiana guys. Craig Schilling says, ah, we are live. That we are. Ryan Gedry, Wade, uh, Jamie, Dwayne, Kenny, and Father Matthew Bear all say, let's go turn it up, Rafino. All right, well, so we'll do that. We will turn it up. We got a lot to get to. A lot, a lot to get to. Uh, but before we get started, everybody, do us a favor by hitting that like and share. If you're on Facebook, there's currently over 250 of you right now. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Share to some Facebook groups. Share to your social media pages. I know that we don't have 238 shares on Facebook, so not everybody that's watching sharing. But please do us a favor by doing that. Hitting the like button at the bottom and hitting the share button. We'd greatly appreciate that. All right. 
we are very close, very, very, very close to hitting our goal on YouTube of 3,000 subscribers. The $300 gift card giveaway that is powered by our good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. Uh, guys, hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. You'll go into the drawing. We put all the names that are in there so far and plus those who have referred uh, uh, an LSU fan or a friend, we have put that inside the drawing uh, that we'll be doing, and we'll be announcing the winner uh, maybe early or maybe the day after signing day in February. That I think that that would be good uh, for us to do that. Whether that be the February the third, so it'll be really good for us to do that, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll announce that. Maybe we'll do it live on the live show. Uh, we'll see how we're going to announce that. So hit that subscribe button and notification bell. If you're listening to us on the Audio Podcast platform, hit that subscribe button as well. And don't forgive us to uh, forget to give us a star rating. Hit the five stars. We greatly appreciate theirs. It helps our podcast go to the front. We have some good news there on the audio podcast as we're continuing uh, to grow there. All right, let's get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Barno and Sons and BetOnline.ag. Guys, with over 50 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to servicing your vehicle than GM, Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys. Mobile betting is here. I've been telling you, we've been talking about this for such a long time now, but mobile betting inside the state of Louisiana is active and live Friday at 8 a.m. Download, go to the website, betonline.ag. you got to sign up today. Use the 50% welcome bonus for Believe 50 AYS podcast tab. They'll give you that 50% on your first deposit when you stop by. We're going to be betting. We're going to be, look, I'm, I might take the Bengals and the points this week. We'll let you know tomorrow where we're leaning on that. Who do we think is going to be in the Super Bowl? But the place that we go is betonline.ag. Again, that's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Craig Schilling says, D-Chubb been lurking all day waiting to post. Who's D-Chubb? What am I missing? Am I missing something here? Craig, hit a brother up. I'm, I think I might be a little bit lost. The Creole King, not named Ed Orgeron, on YouTube says, hashtag ask Blake, give us your top five picks for the Saints head coach. Um, very quickly, and then we're gonna uh we're gonna get to the uh, the main part of the show here. Um in no specific order, uh Dennis Allen, Eric Bienemy. <sighs> Uh, hmm. Maybe you give Joe Lombardi a look. I think you give Aaron Glenn a look. Hmm. I don't know. I need to think about that a little bit more. I need because I th- I still think the Saints have their minds made up there. I think that the signs may uh, have their mind made up there. Uh, Joseph says, I agree, buddy. Burrow has ice in his veins. He is built for situations like this. Yeah, he is. And look, if he loses, it's not it's not a bad thing for him. He has no business being where he's at right now with a team in the offensive line that they've surrounded him with. 
bottom line. Uh, Chris Vickner says, did you see that Les Miles told Jamar Chase that he wouldn't be able to play wide receiver in college? And, yeah, look, um, I know that this is going to get a bigger headway than it is, and I thought it was crazy, and it is crazy to think about Jamar Chase and Les Miles and the conversation Les had with Jamar Chase. <sighs> hey, Jamar, uh, I think that you should uh, – move over to safety or corner. Uh, I just don't see yet wide receiver. I I, I mean, look, I, I get that, that coaches miss all the time. You know, Nick Saban, uh, a long time ago when he was at LSU, wanted Vince Young to play tight end for LSU. And for college reasons, obviously that shouldn't have ever happened and that completely backfired. But... Jamar Chase is the leading wide receiver when it comes to receiving yards in NFL's history. He broke it with a game to go, and so the extra game he didn't even need. With that being said, that's a very big miss. So, yeah, very, very, very big miss. Yeah, Craig just sent it to me, what what that guy said. Yeah. You're going to have people call it trashing LSU all the live long day. All the live long day. Oh, well. All right, let's get to some LSU stuff. Uh, oh, ooh, very quickly, Deion Black says Brian Flores. I like Brian Flores a lot. I, I've been out there um, I've been out there talking about him all day long or, and, and last night in the Twitter spaces, which if any LSU fan wants to start a Twitter spaces tonight and we all watch the game together, I'll hop in. I might not say much, but I'll hop in there. All right, let's get to Brian Kelly. Now, I do want to talk about recruiting. We are going to talk about recruiting. We're going to talk about Jarek Bernard Converse, the Shreveport native who went to Oklahoma State, who is now, who entered his name into the transfer portal, now is committed and is at and actively taking and enrolled in classes for LSU. Now, I've come on the show last week or so and told you that I feel very confident about Jarek Bernard Converse coming. Look, I'm going to give, I'm going to let, I am going to let um, guys, when they commit, and if they're in the transfer portal and they're coming to LSU, if we hear that they're coming, we're going to let them announce that. So I think it's their right to do so. Um, but we had been hearing that he was going to be doing that for a while. Guy that kind of just wants to go to school and put his hand down and play football. And I think, quite honestly, um, for a guy like Jerry Bernard Converse, that's kind of the culture that LSU needs here right now. I, that's not a shot at Eli Ricks or Derek Stingley or any of those players or any of those guys. But LSU does need some guys that just want to lace up the cleats, strap on the helmets, strap up the shoulder pads, and go out there and knock somebody out. Not literally, but want to go out there and ball and want to go out there and play and, and represent for their home state. We'll get more into J- uh, Jarek Bernard Converse a little bit in the show. But here's where I want to start with this uh, t- today. Is if you've missed it, Brian Kelly brought on two analysts, uh, guys that will have all-field roles but will be around the coaches and the coaching staff when it comes to breaking down film, when it comes to scheming uh, against teams, when it comes to a lot of things in-house that we never see from the coaches until it's tried or is manifested on the field on Saturdays. But if you missed it today, Brian Kelly added 53-year-old and former defensive coordinator John Janik 
to his defensive staff. Now, both of these guys knew each other from Grand Valley State, coaching with one another. But here's the difference between a guy like Brian Kelly. So we've talked about it for so long, and I feel as if that when I run out here and talk about Brian Kelly is going to do X, and I say that Brian Kelly is going to do Y, and that Brian Kelly is going to be able to accomplish Z, I get some pushback about for 50% of the LSU fans. But now things are starting to come into fruition. And you might be asking yourself, well, Blake, why is it such a big deal that you're talking about an analyst on the off-the-field role? Because here's John Janik's resume and what he's done in his career. He's a former co-defensive coordinator in 2009 for the Georgia Bulldogs. He was at Cincinnati with Butch Jones for three years where he was either the co-defensive coordinator or the defensive coordinator, made the leap over with Butch Jones when he went to Tennessee and was there from 2013 to 2015. So has been a coordinator in the SEC and elsewhere for, since 2009 to 2015. Now, Butch Jones would wind up letting uh, 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 John Janet go after the 2015 season. So when I, I was looking into Janet, I was wondering, well, why did he get let go at Tennessee? Now, we've known Tennessee to have a really bad program, and they've been bad. But then when I started looking into Janik a little bit more, especially in his last season in 2015, I was wondering why Butch Jones would let him go. Because here's what I look at. Their offense, meaning Tennessee's offense that Butch Jones ran, lost in double overtime to Oklahoma, if you remember that game, 31-24, to when the offense legitimately turned the ball over and couldn't get anything going, generating 24 points when they should have had probably 40 to 50 with the amount of turnovers that they got, and their offense could not move the football on a very subpar Oklahoma team. Think about that for a second, especially defense. In that same year, the year that Tennessee would go 9-4, and four, they would lose to Florida 27 to, or 28-27, to 27, and they would lose to then – and would go on to be that year the national champion winning Alabama Crimson Tide where they only lost 19 to 14 and that year was the year that started the Clemson Alabama rivalry when Alabama beat Clemson 45 to 40. So you might be asking, well, Blake, what does all of this mean? Why do you keep talking and giving such big details? Because I don't really come out here and read off my notes like this on any given show. The reason why this is so big is because that guy right there, a guy that's had really good success, that's only gave up 19 points to the to the reigning at that year, the year that Alabama won a national title, that team's only scoring 19 points. The conference champion in the SEC East that year would be the University of Florida, and you're only holding them to 27 points. Oh, by the way, in that game, if you look into it, they had a defensive touchdown. So it looks like John Janik and the Tennessee defense did really well. Also, when you have to go into double overtime, and Oklahoma, who had at that year a somewhat pretty good offense, only scored 31 points in double overtime. So I ask you this. A guy that has extensive SEC experience as a defensive coordinator is going to be helping out Matt House. It's going to be putting and watching film and scheming up things against teams. All he's got to do is put a game and help Matt House put a game plan together. 
That's the difference. But and and this is where I'm going to ultimately go with this. When I talk about Brian Kelly and and looking into the future of what LSU could be building here, could Brian could there be a situation where, and we got to let this play out, but could there be a situation where Brian Kelly is building something quicker than maybe we realize it? Is he? Because when I look at the off the field analysts, the off the field recruiting staff, the recruit the staff that he's actually putting together, when I watch Mike Denbrock go against Alabama, who played for the national title, and their two drop passes in the end zone away, and a fourth quarter drive and scoring a touchdown from at least tying the football game up in the playoff. Yes, I start looking at this staff and saying, damn, this is a lot better than we've seen at LSU in a really long time. From top to bottom. So when we talk about alignment, when we talk about so many different things to be excited about with this football team, I, I don't I don't even know how to explain that coaching obviously matters, and it is, and it's going to translate onto the field. Now, my good bu- my good buddy Stan Polky, and I, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me uh, me saying that he sent me this, but he just sent me all the guys that have been added onto this roster. And when I, just for the upcoming season, now some guys are going to transfer, some guys are going to leave, some guys are going to get go leave LSU for different reasons, where regardless of what it is, you know, you can't really help that. I'll just leave it there. But when you look down, and if you write down all the pieces that LSU has returning, six and six, I don't think it's really going to happen. I, I can't foresee it. Now we got to see what they do in spring. What else do they bring in the recruiting? Do they get guys? Is there a guy in this freshman class that can make an impact? Is there a, a Tyron Matthew out there that you might have in the weeks defensively? Is there a running back in this room that you're not, maybe you're not counting on that's going to have a breakout season? Those are all things that we're going to have to wait and see. But when it comes to a coaching staff, guys, congratulations. LSU's never going to be out-schemed again. This is what you should expect. This is the kind of things that you should expect from your head coach at LSU. Hey, our lead defensive analyst has been a defensive coordinator in the SEC, oh, for five years. He's been a D.C. at Cincinnati from 2010 to 2012. He has other multiple D.C. stops along Group of Five and FCS levels. Oh, and by the way, he was a lead defensive analyst for Kirby Smart this past season and was going – and before Dan Lanning, who took over the head uh, head coaching role at Oregon, if he was going to leave, John Janik was going to be the next on-the-field coach for the University of Georgia. Was going to maybe – there was some sourcing out there saying that there could be uh, 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 not a co-DC, but a, 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 a run game coordinator type of scenario before John Jennick made his way to Baton Rouge. So you mean to tell me you're stealing not one, but two coaches from the national championship winning Georgia Bulldogs from your own conference. You know, it's not like losing Joe Brady to the NFL because this guy's not coming to your own conference. That's not all that Brian Kelly added today either. Brian Kelly would also add Trent Miles, who's going to be the lead assistant for offensive coordinator Mike Denbrock. 
So he was a head coach at Indiana State from 2008 to 2012 and at Georgia State from 2013 to 2016. So your lead analyst has been a head coach. The resume and alphabet soup that this staff has is ridiculous. Now, I say say this, and I want to make a point. Players win games. But LSU does have players. You know, when I think of LSU right now currently, currently, myself, when I think of them, and when I think of the opposing team looking, watching LSU get off the bus or watching LSU come out the tunnel and they're watching the opposing team warm up, I think about number zero, Mason Smith. I do. I think about number one, Kayshawn Booty. Probably the best wide receiver in the country. And it's not really a probably because he was leading the nation in touchdown receptions, missed four games, and the record hadn't even been broken yet on how many touchdowns he had already scored in college football this past season. I'll think about the opposing coaching staffs saying, oh, shit, that's Brian Kelly on the other sideline. It's not a slight to Ed Orgeron. It's not a slight to uh, to Les Miles. But I think that you need to mentally prepare yourself to every LSU fan. You need to mentally prepare yourself for what's going on in Baton Rouge. LSU goes 7-5, and 8-4 and four next year. Okay. That's going to probably and more than likely be the floor. So I know that a lot of people do not want to get hyped up, and a lot of people right now are going to call me a homer. A former SEC defensive coordinator is your lead analyst. Hey, Matt House leaves. Hey, you know what? Matt House gets a head coaching job in two years. SEC, group of five, NFL, whatever. Wherever he goes. He wants to be the DC, a DC in the NFL. He wants to go to a Bay, uh, school like Baylor, like Dave Aranda. He wants to do whatever he does. John Janik's here. It's not too big for him. Where you have a guy that's been a defensive coordinator at a lot of spots, who's the lead analyst, Instead of, God bless him, and I thought he did a good job once Ed Orgeron pretty much just gave up and gave him the defense, Durante Jones, who's a first-year play caller. Same with Jake Peets on the opposite side. You're not going to see situations where Jerry Sullivan is coming out of retirement to coach your wide receivers. It's a different day in Baton Rouge, y'all. It's a different day in Baton Rouge, so prepare yourself. Now, last thing, and I'll get to these comments because we got a lot of a lot of them uh, uh, piling in here. Have a question? We'll just do hashtag Ask Blake every night. Doesn't matter. Um, fire in your questions. We'll, we'll take them. But was you, you know I talked about this last night too, but I would just want to reemphasize it. When you get Jarek Bernard Converse, who had 46, 11 pass breakups this past season and 12 forced incompletions, and teams were only uh, are able to complete a pass on him less than 50% of the time, a guy that has 46 starts, hmm, seems very interesting to me. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. I will, I'm going to get to this Rafino's rants too, and we got to get to basketball before we get out of here as well. All right, let me scroll up and get start getting to these comments because we got a lot to get to them. Um, Roderick says the portal 
the portal pimp strikes again. We call him Brian Kelly, the portal pimp. Yeah, Stan, look at the boy Stan, sitting on top of his uh, tin shed again to listen to the show. Uh, Chase Bear, what's up, Chase? He says, sipping on some craft beer and barbecue and while I watch you, Blake, let's go. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to get to some because there's a big, there's a lot of argument, arguing in here. So I just want to get to some of the good, better questions. But Chase Abair says, I believe getting so many transfers will help more right now if we had a number one recruiting class. Well, Chase, you wouldn't have the number one recruiting class and be able to get that many transfers. But here's the thing, too, that nobody's talking about. And what I think a lot of LSU fans need to talk about right now, did you not witness what Mel Tucker did this past season? 20-plus guys from the transfer portal. I understand. I understand that the Big 12, the Big 10 is not the SEC. But I think that I can make the argument that the Big 10 this past season was maybe just not going to say equal to, but their their conference was a little bit closer to the SEC this year than when it normally is. Guys, I mean, Michigan, Ohio State, they had some good teams inside that conference. Let's not get that Michigan State. Let's not get it twisted. Okay? Not at all. So, watching Mel Tucker and what he did in the transfer portal, by the way, newsflash, he wasn't getting kids from the transfer portal that are good as good as the ones that you're getting at LSU right now. He didn't have a Jared Bernard Converse. He didn't have a West Weeks. He didn't have... Uh, Joe Fouché, he didn't have Makai Gardner. Uh, the list can continue to go on and on. He didn't get those guys. Now, God forbid you get a quarterback. God forbid you get a quarterback that could play right now from the transfer portal too. God forbid that happens with Brian Kelly. And to all these national media members, by the way, you better pray to Jesus. So, dear God, You better pray to God Brian Kelly whiffs on all of these three Louisiana recruits and Harold Perkins. You better pray. Because God bless everything on, on my life. Fire and brimstone's coming. Brian Kelly can't recruit. He, they're, LSU's doomed. They're doomed, damn it. LSU can't do shit. Well, just because your girlfriend is your mama and she ain't got no teeth doesn't mean that LSU is going to take a step back. Yeah, make your laughs and make your judgments about Orgeron. Sounds good. Sounds good. Ryan Thibodeau says, uh, it seems like we, man, have a lot of uh, uh, arguing going on in here. I love it, though. Jerry Zimmerman says, watch Converse's highlights today. Broken tackle and has, has great closing speed. He really does. It's a huge ad. He's a day one starter. I, I, I mean, he's a day one starter. I mean, it, it takes the blow away from the Dwight McLaughlin transferring news. Let's be honest. Um, when it comes to on the field, Jerry Bernard Converse is more accomplished than any, quite honestly, 
may and you can make the argument for Derek Stingley uh, being the only one, but Jerry Bernard Converse is more accomplished than any DB that we've seen maybe the last three years. And even talking about Tristan uh, Christian Fulton, I, I mean accomplished. I mean, I'm talking about stats. I'm talking about 46 starts. I'm talking about everything he did at Oklahoma State. You're going to take that a wrong way, and I understand that. Accomplished doesn't mean that he's better. I'm just throwing that out there. Guys, he started more games this season and had more pass breakups this season than Derek Stingley and Elias Ricks. Com- well, not, I'm not going to say interceptions because Eli did have the interceptions, but pass breakups combined. He started more games this season than Derek Stingley and Eli Ricks combined. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Blaine Smith says, I like to picture my Jesus in a tuxedo T-shirt. <laughs> this old vet on YouTube says, not the fire and brimstone. <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah, man. Aaron Adams Jr. says, I love where LSU is heading. It's about to be a heck of a run under Brian Kelly. I don't – look, if he falls and he fails – Maybe I'll have egg on my face, but I would damn sure want all of you to come on here and talk about it too. Uh, Duck Hunter 97 says, I'm not saying Napier will be a bad coach, but he won't do what Florida fans think that he will. Well, he's turning up shit. He's turning up the heat in recruiting now. Everybody keeps, listen, everybody keeps calling me crazy. Blake, you ain't, you haven't been in recruiting longer than 247. I also know how to pick up this son of a bitch right here. And if you're listening to us on the audio podcast and you stop cursing, I know, I'm sorry. Last That's the last one of the night. But if you can pick up this thing and you got sourcing, you can make phone calls and figure out what's going on. Don't, I'm, don't sleep on Billy recruiting right now, man. I'm just going to tell you. Chase says on Facebook, Blake, I feel Brian Kelly is sneaking up like Ken Mulkey. Could be. Could be. Uh, Gino Vegas sends us some stars via push, uh, via Super Chat. Uh, Rob, I appreciate that. Rob Boudreaux says, I think Woody needs to start thinking about who he will hire next for a head coach because I think BK will win two or three and decide to retire and enjoy life. You don't worry about that right now. You don't worry about that right now. Uh, David says on Facebook, could Joe Brady go back to the Saints? I made a joke about that last night with our good friend John Hendricks. Um, we'll see. Um, by the way, this Joe, this, uh, this Sean Payton TV deal, I haven't spoken with anyone in media. I'm calling my agent, asking him if we spoke to anybody in media. Guys, we are part of a very large media firm. We upload uh, we upload our podcast to one of the more larger outlets in the western in the in the western side of our uh, western side of our country. They have more podcasts on Believe than I mean. I think they're in the three hundreds. A lot of them are 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 media guys. Very 
big media guys, guys that work for Fox, guys that work currently for ESPN, uh, uh, girls that work for CBS, executives. Come on, man. Uh, Creole King says that was a warm-up rant for Blake. Yeah, that was a little bit of a warm-up rant. It was a little bit of a warm-up rant. But I, I, I'm i not going to um, – well, the rant, I'm not going to trash any any individual or anything later. Roger says, BK did go 4-8 in 2016, but I think that won't be repeated. No, I don't think that that will be repeated here. Um, and those losses came one score, and he turned around and had five straight seasons of ten wins or more. I, I think that there was some, you know, sometimes things just derail, and sometimes you can't um, – sometimes you – when you can't get elite recruits into Notre Dame because of the academic standards and what surrounds South Bend, I think that it's a, it's an accomplishment – that he had the sustained success that he did right now more than anything. Guys, what's going to happen if Marcus Freeman fails? What's going to happen? What are you what are you planning to do? Tommy Poole on YouTube says hashtag ask Blake who is our next center. I I hear some interesting things. Um I hear I hear some interesting things. Um, how do I want to say this? Um, you saw this guy play a lot last year. I'll leave it there. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll hold off for that for now. We'll hold off with that for now. Uh, Bryce Jury says sheet. If BK wins two or three. Then let that man retire. I, I right, if he wins two or three national titles and and you know he doesn't complete his ten year contract, let's say he wins three in seven years. Number one, he's not retiring because he's going to continue to build the dynasty. I don't think that he'll. If you're going to continue to win, because what if you if he wins three in seven years, why wouldn't he go four for eight, four national titles in eight years? But he's got to win one first. Let's not get ahead of our. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let me say this too, and I'll get to the Rafinos rants. We do need to talk some basketball because it is LSU, LSU basketball pregame. Do us a favor, everybody. If you're just joining us late, hit the like button. Everybody on Facebook right now. Everybody, there's a lot of you. Hit the like button right now. Uh, and we're going to end the show a little bit earlier, and we're not going to go over the hour so we can watch the uh, get ready for the. Uh, for the uh, LSU basketball game. Uh, let me do this Rafino's rants very quickly. I'm not going to yell and scream and, and, and moan and groan and, and, and bitch and all that kind of stuff. Um, God, cursed again. Oh, well. Oh, well. Um, let me say this. If you missed it over the last week, the recruiting rankings for like websites like Rivals and 247 have come out. Now, the recruiting rankings today, and I know a lot of people who are up in arms, um, the recruiting rankings today came out for 247, and guys like Will Campbell uh, dropped his fifth star. He's not a five-star anymore. Walker Howard's not a five-star anymore. Uh, who else dropped? Uh, I think Jacoby, Steve, uh, Jacoby Matthews dropped a little. 
so on and so on and so on. Um, Aaron Aaron Anderson, who who decommitted from LSU as a three star, I might add, um, then commits and signs with Alabama. He not only he doesn't just drop jump up to one star as a four star, he jumps up two stars and is only given one of the thirty two slots of five stars on two four sevens recruiting rankings. Um, let me say this: I'm not I am not subscribed to the rivals, the on three, the uh, the two four seven. Those recruiting rankings really don't mean a whole lot to me. But I'll say this: you got to stop putting your faith in these recruiting rankings. Now, that's not to say that stars don't matter. That's not to say that they don't hit majority of the time. However, Aaron Anderson. Although very talented, and we've had guys like Mike Scarborough on the show who who already had him as a five star on his website tirebait.com, who's been talking about him for a long time. I, I mean, I've been on this show, and I know that my good friend Tony Weaver's in here, and, and we've talked about this. I've told him this. Uh, I think over a year ago. I think it was maybe a year and a half, two years ago. The first time that I laid my eyes on LSU uh, uh, signee. Emory Jones that I thought that that kid was the best interior offensive lineman in the country and should be a five-star then all of a sudden this season he starts blowing up um don't worry about these stupid recruiting rankings um there are times that guys in these services from a national scouting level the only thing that they do is they pop in the film they watch the film they never go and see these guys uh, uh, uh compete uh, uh, with their own eyeballs, I would I would be shocked if um, I would really be shocked if some of these national recruiting guys that are scouts have ever gone to Amit, Louisiana, have ever gone to DeRitter, have ever gone to Destrahan, have ever gone to 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 watch Westlake play, have ever gone to Franklinton, Louisiana, have ever gone to. South LaFrouche, Chalmette, New Orleans, even. And watch these kids play. Now, if you've never been a scout, if you've never uh, done things like this, if you've never uh, been around talent evaluators, quite honestly, the film does not tell you everything. You can tell that it, uh, Landon Ibietta at, at Mandeville. Guys, Landon Ibietta, for an example, went to whatever recruiting service ranking the rivals.com bowl or or you know whatever those bowls are Nike check you whatever uh, uh, combat you however the whatever these kids are doing today and he ran a 44 I think it was a 447 in a 40 yard dash laser time not hand time these recruiting guys label Landon Ibiet as a three-star for many of different reasons. One of them that I talked to a couple of weeks ago, or what was it, three or four weeks ago, when we're talking about Landon Ibietta, he tells me that he thinks he's slow, and I pull up his 447 laser time ranking, and he didn't even know it. If you don't come to this state and watch the talent that's around you, if you don't take the time, and let me say this too, if I have the time to build this and do what we're doing as someone who's building a podcast and a platform and a a show, 
if I had the time to take off on a Friday night, a lot of Friday nights, to go and do something and watch kids play, why don't you? I don't want to hear about what's going on in our country. I, I don't want to hear about a lot of things. I don't want to hear about COVID either. So these recruiting rankings and all this kind of stuff, getting up in arms about it. And look, and look, that's not a shot to anybody that's in recruiting. I swear to God. I swear to God. These guys that cover these teams and stuff like that, that, that is not a shot at them. And they know it's not a shot at them. But to the fans... Stop worrying about Will Campbell not being a five-star anymore because, quite honestly, whatever Alabama does, they're going to get the Bama bump. And whatever LSU does, they're going to get what some people in the recruiting industry call the loser bump. I I I really don't give a damn. But if one Louisiana kid goes from a three-star to a five-star and he signs with the University of Alabama – Aaron Anderson does deserve to be a four or five star. The kid's a stud. The kid's a beast. It shouldn't have to take him to go from LSU decommitment to then Alabama for you to notice that that kid can play. Don't mean that in a wrong way. Why does it why does it take that? Mm. But Jerome says this, uh uh I love the way that you fight for Louisiana players, please keep it up. It it's and Jerome, I, I appreciate that, but it's not fighting, it's just facts. Like, bro, they labeled Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson a four star and a two star. They labeled the two rookies that would break the rookie NFL record for receiving yards a two-star and a four-star. And I got to hear all of you in my DMs bitching and moaning and complaining, oh, my God, they labeled them a four-star. Who gives a damn? Who gives a Rudy Poo? Because I sure as hell don't. Every year we have to have this damn discussion. If you don't like it, leave the service. You don't like what we say, leave the show. All this moaning and complaining from people. Grow up. Penn Jones literally just took the word, uh, said this too, and something that I should have said. My seat keeps falling down, though. Hiya. There we go. I keep falling down. But he, Penn Jones has asked Blake, he said, just like Memphis Spence, who was a guest on our show a couple of weeks ago, he said uh, a couple of uh, a couple of months ago, most scouts do the rankings and have, have been just doing the huddle tapes. That's exactly right. That's exactly what they're doing. All right, let's do this. We got a special guest. Come on. Come on. Daddy's going to start locking that door. Come on. They don't they don't want to see me anyway. Oh yeah. God, you're so heavy. 
Uh, Brian Champagne says, just win, baby. Hey, is the LSU basketball Tigers going to win tonight? Yeah? Cool. Do you think that Tari Eason is going to dunk on some fools? You think Tari Eason is going to dunk on some fools? Yeah. Do you think Will Wade gets his swagger back? <laughs> do you think uh do you think Eric Gaines gets f- three steals tonight? Does Eric Gaines get three steals tonight? Put that back in your mouth, boy. You're drooling. All right. Let's do this. Very quick break. We'll talk some basketball. We'll do the pregame. None better than our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm and our good our good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. Guys, get over to the Drake Williams Law Firm today. Give them a call if you need a consulting firm. You need anybody, DWI, for DWIs, uh, a traffic ticket, whatever. Family court, they have you. You have issues with Hurricane Ida, they can take care of that too. They'll even do a free consultation for you if you mention this show about Hurricane Ida if your insurance company is doing something that you think that, buddy, stop. (laughs) If you think that they're doing something wrong, again, it's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. My good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape. 225-937-7220. Let them landscape your yard, come cut your grass, give you a quote. Again, it's 225-937-7220. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS. Sent you on by. And I got to mention my good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Give him a call today at 985-395-4300. He is powering our $300 YouTube gift card giveaway. Again, that's Carol Foss over at State Farm, 985-395-4300. Tell him Blake sent you on by. Okay. Uh, Jason says, Ben, the AYS Magic 8-Ball Rafino. Well, look, if if what Ben says tonight becomes true. So, if you what you said becomes true, if Tari Eason has two dunks tonight, Daddy will take you out for ice cream. How does that sound? <laughs> Go find your mama, boy. No, you want to stay with Daddy? Okay. Okay, then. All right, well, we're going to be wrapping up the show soon anyway. Marvin Mackey says, Blake, that's a big old boy. Yeah, he is a big boy. Your boy boy right here is 6'3", dog. Uh, This old vet says, all right, welcome to Ben. Ryan says Blake got a busted uh, hydraulic ram. Yeah, my my it kept it keeps falling down. It keeps falling down. Chris says leave the service. I did. There you go. Look, I don't know what Vegas knows about this game right now. Uh, excuse me. Do you want a sip of water? <laughs> Do you like that water? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it's a nine and a half. Po- LSU's a nine and a half point favorite. What did they know that I don't? Um, look, Will Wade's going to have to go out here and make some changes. Um, if he doesn't, it's going to be a long night. I think that he does. I, I would really hope that Tari Eason sees a starting role, see what he could do. Let's mix it up there. I think LSU wins tonight, though. I don't know if they're going to cover. I don't know if they're going to get to the 9.5 or to, to the 10. Um, but – 
Do they have the talent? Can they get there? Maybe so. But I'm not going to pick them to cover, but I'll pick them to win. But I think that they'll get their swagger back. They're going to have to get bigger on the boards. This Efton Reed kind of starts stepping up tonight. We got to see that. We got to see Eric Gaines stepping up. We got to see Brandon Murray stepping up. So, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Lewis says, let them, let them make a fool of themselves. You make some pretty good uh, predictions and are right 99.9% of the time because of stat fact and uh, not fiction. Yeah, we do. Uh, we try to do that as much as we can. Uh, Gerard says, I hope they kick ours tonight. I hope they kick ours tonight, too. Do you hope LSU – Hey, LSU, LSU, LSU. LSU. <laughs> Boy, you spoiled. Boy, you is spoiled. Uh-uh, nuh-uh. You can't take daddy's mic. Ben, stop. Stop it. I'm not joking with this one. Uh, LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait, Mike Scarborough, says, don't get me started. I'm sorry, buddy, but you can't touch daddy's mic. You you just can't do it, buddy. <laughs> ah! All right. All right. Well, we'll get out of here. We'll get out of here. Daddy's got to start locking that door. Stop it. All right. We'll see you all again tomorrow night. We might be guessing up tomorrow, uh, and we'll go from there. Hey, you want to tell him bye-bye? Say bye-bye. Say, is Tar, say Tar Easton going to dunk on them fools tonight? Boom! boom. How's Tar Easton going to do it? He's going to go boom! Boom! <laughs> boom! Tar Easton's going to dribble down. He's going to spin. He's going to go, she's going to boom! All right. See you all tomorrow. Y'all have a a good night, Girl Scouts. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.